as I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen. I'm never quitting on my mission. I'ma roll with what I'm giving. Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions. Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings. And I know that for certain. Keep on working, open curtains. Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version. I'm never gonna give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, hey. You're listening to the Topic and Show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's a kind of pleasure to kind of be in your, your sphere of influence and your sphere of, sphere of commitment. Uh, today, today, it's really a, this is, I, I think I've been broadcasting since 2015, and I've done a few international shows. Uh, when we first started, People ask me what the purpose of this show was, and I would say it's from your, your home, your block, to Wall Street, to the world. It's really covering every aspect of our, I think, our collective pursuit of happiness. And so I think I've been true to that, that, that mantra since 2015. But today is specifically an a international global show, and it makes me feel so, so good to see it because I'm joined by Loretta Rader and Althea Norcott and Charlie Pillsbury, and I'll introduce him in a little more detail in a second. Uh, but but truly, we are one world, and you hear this you hear this that phrase mentioned so kind of haphazardly, and people really don't understand or or believe in the the, the truth of it. But it is a globe, you know. It's one little speck of sand that maybe kind of morphed into organisms, et cetera, after the Big Bang. But we're going to talk about Sierra Leone. We're going to talk about the the sister city relationship with Sierra Leone, and not just in the abstract, but in, in real time. Uh, politics kind of conveys or uh, consumes the world in so many different ways. Uh, but here's what we're going to talk about for the next 45 or 50 minutes, a specific way that you can become informed about peace, peace endeavors. By the way, this is May 1st, which also has some symbolism for some people. Uh, but Mediators Beyond Borders International. You may not have heard that term, but you're going to hear about it a lot today. Mediators Beyond Borders International. Um, Loretta Rader is with, with us. She's a team manager, team uh, leader for that particular enterprise. Charlie uh, Pillsbury, as, as I indicated, is, is with us. And Charlie's the, you may have known Charlie from around town. I won't kind of, Charlie, I won't bore people with your 50-year dedication to really creating peace on earth, but particularly here in New Haven, but more recently distinguished practitioner in residence and dispute resolution and co-director of Center on Dispute Resolution at Quinnipiac University School of Law here. And for those of you guys just listening, uh, it's in outside, it's in the Hamden area outside of New Haven. And Althea Norcott is with us. Althea is chair of the New Haven Sister Cities and, and also chair of the Freetown New Haven Sister Cities. And Althea is also a retired educator and Quite frankly, her family has been committed to, oh, the Norcott family is well known in New Haven, as well as throughout the United States for creating peace. Uh, spe but specifically, we're going to talk about Mediators Beyond Borders International. Uh, Loretta, I'm going to ask you to kick us off because a very important event is taking place in Sierra Leone, in Freetown, on, on Saturday, June 24th. And it gives me, it, it excites me to be able to do this show where people we can connect, you can contribute, you can be a part of, you can uh, pass along your, 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 not only your good, your good intentions, but your possible wealth. Um, 
and, and make, it, make a donation to, to, to peacekeeping, specifically in, in Sierra Leone. Um, but Loretta, kind of um, kick us off and, and give us some context, if you will, about what's cooking on, on Saturday, June 24th, and the plans that are being made so that we can have a, a peaceful election in, in Sierra Leone. Thank you, Tom. I'm happy to do that and happy to be here with you and your listeners and Charlie and Althea. Um, in 2023, uh, June 24th, uh, there will be a national uh, election in Sierra Leone. Um, this election, uh, there, are, there are many political parties in Sierra Leone, but there are two main parties. And um, the, uh, the two parties, um, people in Sierra Leone often um, are divided among, uh, uh, in voting tribal lines and regional lines. And um, there has been a history of violence during elections. Mm -hmm. And um, what the work that we're doing is uh, to train peace ambassadors from civil society uh, to spread the word of nonviolence and um, peaceful elections. And uh, this is a program that we have done uh, in right before the last two elections. Mm. And um, if it's okay, I'll kind of go back a little bit in history to tell you how we got to be doing this work in in Sierra Leone. Oh, oh for sure. The, the 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 more context, the better. And yeah. uh, we'll we'll give Charlie and Althea maybe two or three minutes to speak. But I'm I'm just you know I'm meeting you. I, I know those two guys. I want, I want to get to know you a little better. So so, <laughs> yeah. so please okay. continue. Well, well, they're they're great supporters of of. Uh, the, the work that we do in the world um, and specifically uh, the Sierra Leone project. Uh, so um, let's go back a while to 2009. Mm. And um, Mediators Beyond Borders was a fairly newer organization at that point in time. And one of the founders, um, his name was Alan Gross. Mm -hmm. And um, Mediators Beyond Borders does not just go anywhere to do a project or to do work. Um, we have to be called in and invited in. And Alan was invited in because there was violence um, at uh, 4A Bay University uh, in Sierra Leone when they were having student elections, which was mirroring mm. violence that happened in the previous national election. And um, so Alan and um, another uh, colleague, Debe Sunday from Liberia, went to, uh, to Sierra Leone. They were invited in by a visiting professor from the US who knew Alan. And um, they did work with students and professors and really uh, taught uh, conflict skills and calmed things down. And, mm -hmm. and that was very effective. Um, in 2012, I went to uh, a, a conference from another peace building organization and um, just happened to be staying at a, um, a hotel. And I met Charlie, Charlie mm -hmm. Wolfbury at this hotel. And um, we decided to, you know, we were both having dinner. We said, let's have dinner together. 
And we were chatting and talking. Um, I have a long career as an organization development consultant and peace builder, uh, teaching at Columbia University and uh, working at the UN at the different duty stations. And uh, this was in 2012. But I said to Charlie, I'm looking to find a peace building community mm. that I can be a part of. And um, I just have this calling now to do work on the ground, yes. to work with people on the ground, to uh, help them to do the work because it's, you know, it's their work and they know the country best or country's best. And uh, Charlie said, well, why don't you come to the Mediators Beyond Borders International Congress that we're having in Baltimore? We were at another uh, conference in DC at the time. And it was happening the very next month. Hmm. And, but this, this really, uh, Tom and your listeners, I, this wasn't just a spur of the moment thing for me. I was looking to find a peace building community that, um, I shared my values yes. and um, could use my skill set to join them in the in the important work that they were doing. And it was I was looking for a couple of years, really, to find mm. this community. And then I met Charlie and he said, come to the Congress. And I did. And almost immediately, I just felt so welcomed and such an amazing group of people so dedicated to to peace uh and um so i said to to charlie and others there leaders there um you know i i'm going to join and what project do you think could use my skill set mm. mm. and they came back the next day and they said sarah leone mm. and um the next month, I was in Sierra Leone. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. With the with the, uh, the current um, leader at that time, who was Debe Sunday, and then a month after that, I became the co team leader, and that's evolved ever since. So in 2020, when I at 2012, when I went over to Sierra Leone um, for the first time, we were doing a, a needs assessment. This is something mm -hmm. that we do to make sure that any work that is implemented specifically meets the, the needs of the communities and the country that we're working in. And so we went back to Foray Bay University and talked to students and talked to um, professors. And if we were in a restaurant, we were talking to people who were sitting next to us and the media we happened to meet mm -hmm. and almost everyone that we met back in 20. 12, which was right before the 2013 national election, people were saying, we are really, really worried that we're going to have um, violence during the elections. Mm -hmm. And so we quickly, am I giving too much information, mm -hmm. Tom? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, this, this, is, so, this is so helpful uh, because we're going to get to the fundraising and we're going to get to the yeah. win, but for people to understand the, and the New Haven sister cities we're going to talk about, uh, and Charlie being treasurer, but no, this this historical context is so important because you mentioned tribalism in Africa. There's certainly a, a tremendous tribalism in the in the United States. So people can, I think, see, see the connection. You're mentioning elections in Sierra Leone, and we're still fighting January 6th kind of ramifications. So no, there there's a there's definitely a synergy. Please continue. Okay, great. So we we were talking to people, and they were saying, 
uh, you know, we're really worried about peaceful elections. And so uh, Debe and I decided with the help of some of the students uh, to gather as many people as we could that really were concerned and dedicated to building unity uh, for peaceful elections. And we brought them together for a day workshop. And in that workshop, that led to the building of a coalition around the country. And um, we then uh, sought proposals from local uh, people. And they uh, then we worked with them to do workshops, building unity for peaceful elections. And that's when this particular program was born. And we did workshops all around the country um, with uh, stakeholders from uh, all aspects of civil society. And that's what we're gonna be doing uh, once again. We did it as well in 2018, and we're doing it now in 2023. But in between, we have also worked with um, building community leaders, building their peace building skills. We did a year long project. Uh, and I can go into all of that a little bit more, but um, you know, maybe you have questions and we wanna have um, Althea and Charlie join in and I can give you more details about the workshops that we've done and the work, the peace ambassadors this huge coalition of people all around Sierra Leone because the people of Sierra Leone are probably the most dedicated to peace and passionate about peace and wanting to be a part of it um, more than any other uh, country that I've worked in and I've worked in 40, 40 countries around the world. Excellent, excellent. And again, if people in, in Mediators Beyond Borders International, Mediators Beyond Borders International, that's is just plug that into your browser and you'll see the great, the great work that's taking place. Uh, Althea and Charlie kind of, let, let, let's, let's jump in in terms of what we, we really want folks to know that they can participate in, the, in this peace building by making a donation and, and why that money might be important. So Charlie, as treasurer, I guess you've been, have you been treasurer from the inception, Charlie? Are you, have you been the man? No, of no I, I, I was not, uh, um, I'll just quickly say I'm, I was still, uh, working at Community Mediation as its executive director. And I've, it's a pleasure. Uh, uh, I worked with Althea very closely. Uh, Hillhouse had a very strong uh, uh, peer mediation program. And uh, uh, we kept the peace um, at Hillhouse, uh, mm -hmm. I think better than they did at Cross, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, but uh, uh, I uh, got an invitation <clears throat> This is through my email. Um, I think it was my last year at Communication, about 2008, and said contribute to world peace through mediation for one dollar a day. Mm. And I said, Dan, that's a good deal, you know. Mm -hmm. World peace mediation, a dollar a day. Uh, so I donated 365 dollars. Um, yes. You know, and uh, I became a founding member, and then thought nothing more about it. But six months later, uh, now I'm just about to, you know, I've given, already given my board uh, <clears throat> notice that I'm, I'm leaving because after 20 years, uh, I didn't want to <laughs> die in that chair. <clears throat> and uh, Term limits, Charlie, term limits. I got an invitation to this uh, Congress, the, the founding Congress. And I'm thinking, damn, a founding Congress? I thought it was already founded. You know, mm -hmm. what happened to my $365? Right, right. <laughs> so, well, I decided to go to Colorado and uh, 
I guess much like uh, Loretta's experience, uh, uh, I mean, I certainly knew all the community mediators uh, and leaders around uh, the country. We'd started a national association, but I got to this Congress and there were people from, from uh, Scotland, from, but also mediators, uh, a lot of commercial mediators, uh, mm. not community mediators. There was, and, uh, and I'm thinking, oh my God, it's like, it was like Alice in Wonderland walking through the looking glass and, and like discovering a, a international peace building uh, group. And mm -hmm. uh, so fast, then I get actually hired, so to speak, at some point because it's just started and they need an executive director, but they don't have any money. So uh, they put, they, they hire me as an, a volunteer interim executive director uh, <laughs> uh, out of their office in Pittsburgh, which is where <laughs> it was started. And, uh, and it wasn't even a good neighborhood in Pittsburgh. You know, I think uh, uh, watch, watch it, Charlie. I was born in Pittsburgh. So what, watch, watch, <laughs> it, watch it there. Okay. But, uh, anyway, it was a new, you know, this one of our founders anyway. So uh, uh, that's my start. And, I actually get involved in the Columbia project in, uh, in Bogota, Colombia. We uh, do some peace building work there. But one of the things I wanted to say is that what I like about this, uh, what we're talking about right now, is this just the the irony, uh, you know, because you remember our 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 former president referred to these African countries as shithole countries. Yes. You know? And uh, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, now the tables have turned, you know, and and now we're worrying about, you know, violence in our elections. And, right. and in 2020, working with the National Association for Communication, MBBI, uh, developed this trust network to kind of keep the peace at the 2020 election, the 20. Uh, and I'm thinking it was all modeled after what we'd done in Sierra Leone. I'm thinking, I got it. So the shithole country, Sierra Leone, is teaching you know, the new shithole country on, on, in the world, how to have peaceful elections. I just, you know, so the irony is just so rich and the work that Loretta's done is so important. And it's really been a model for work that we're now doing in the United States to keep the peace at elections. Indeed. And Althea, um, let's make the pitch for why why, and how we want people to, to donate because that's very important. We're gonna, we're gonna repeat that, um, but also maybe share you, you are not only chair of the New Haven Sister Cities, but chair of the Freetown New Haven Sister Cities. And I believe you've been in Sierra Leone and Freetown three or four times, Althea? Three times, right. Well, times. first, I just want to thank you for having us on your show. This is a very important uh, issue, and I'm glad you're highlighting it. And uh, I have to digress a little bit because okay. when Loretta uh, contacted me, I, I kept you know putting it off, putting it off. And then when we started talking and she, I said, gee, this sounds like something Charlie Pillsbury uh, was involved in. I was sold. She said, of course, I know Charlie, <laughs> he's done this. And I have to go back um, many years ago when my son was in high school, uh, he volunteered um, to work for uh, mediation, a uh, community mediation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I met Charlie and got involved and we established the program at Hill House, as he mentioned. And uh, Dr. Garris was, Lonnie Garris was the principal and a security guard, Hollywood, uh, really bought into it. And we, even though it was somewhat time consuming, it was a, 
the greatest program that I've been part of. Mm -hmm. uh, I could just see how people were resolving issues and um, dealing with conflict and just in a very civil manner. We, like he said, we, we had a very successful program for many years. Um, and at one point, the Hill House students, um, under the leadership of a Yale student, she allowed the Hill House students to establish a statewide peer mediation conference. Mm. And students from all over the state came but the Hill House students actually organized the entire thing. It was mm -hmm. a wonderful thing. Yale University hosted it, hosted it and supported it. <clears throat> but I could see firsthand how you could mediate and resolve conflict. So that Excellent. was a wonderful, that was a wonderful program. So I immediately went to my board and we uh, contributed a thousand dollars and um from what I understand, the Amistad Committee uh, in New Haven is also going to make a donation. Uh, we're also reaching out to uh, Discover Amistad, which is for the Freedom Ship um, Amistad. And I believe they also want to participate in this program. But Althea kind of gets to shared, and appreciate your mentioning the people that have contributed thus far. But today we want people to kind of the takeaway is that they can go to Mediators Beyond Borders International and contribute and donate. Why? Because uh, as Loretta has said, in my visits to Sierra Leone and visiting and, and meeting a lot of people from Sierra Leone, I've always been so impressed. They may have some civil issues, but the fact that Muslims and Christians live in harmony to me is incredible. Um, and I, that continues today. The president is a, a Catholic and his wife is Muslim. Mm. Mm. So the conflicts aren't, you know, they're probably more about money or power, but the fact that they have figured out how to live together in harmony mm -hmm. uh, on those issues. Is, is like you said, a model for the rest of the world. And I hope that that continues. So, so Loretta and Charlie and Althea, then the funds will be raised to um, train a cadre of local peace, peace ambassadors. What will they actually be doing and how long will they be together and what kind of skill sets are we gonna be uh, sharing with them and, have, and having them become like even train the trainers? Yeah, okay. So, um, They'll be coming together um, in in different regions around the, the country. Um, we, we had to prioritize the areas that um, are predicted to have um, some protests or, or um, some violence. Um, our original plan was to be able to do four or five of these workshops. Um, at this point, we're still raising funds to be able to do a second one. The first one in Freetown uh, is funded at this point, thanks to Althea and and uh, and some Rotary clubs and individual donors and uh, Charlie people on the board. You know, lots of lots of good support, but we are still uh, in urgent need of funds. We're working on the second one, which is in Port Loco. Um, 
each workshop will have um, anywhere from uh, 40 to, to 75 participants. The mm -hmm. one in Freetown already, we have 75 and we'll see how much uh, funding we can raise for Port Loco. Um, they will come together for um, a full day workshop. The workshops are organized by individuals that we have already trained. Um, in 2020, we did, um, two programs, year long programs uh, that we worked with uh, 61 uh, participants, women and youth. And so they had graduated after a year long of coaching and learning conflict resolution skills and leadership skills, mm -hmm. uh, present, how to present, um, you know, how to uh, mediate conflicts. And now we are picking individuals in these regions to co-train with uh, myself and one of the other members of our um, Mediators Beyond Borders Sierra Leone project. Um, and so the four of us will co-train together. So this, this gives them an opportunity to continue their education and training mm -hmm. uh, with international trainers um, like Johnson, uh, Bo and myself. And um, so they are organizing the workshops. They're finding the venue. Good. They are inviting the participants, um, of course, working with us, you know, every step of the way, but mm -hmm. with instructions that we want to have um, as diverse uh, um, members of uh, civil society as possible. So out of the 75 people in uh, Freetown, for example, there, there are going to be youth, both high school and university educators, mm. media, mm. Um, business people, uh, women who work in the marketplace, mm -hmm. uh, uh, tribal leaders, other community leaders, political leaders, political aspirants. The idea is to bring all of these people together who really have passion and care about uh, peaceful elections. And what we do, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it gets tremendous. Continue, yeah. please. And what we do, I mean, we, we bring them together for the full day. And in the morning, we use a process called dialogue. And um, in this dialogue, we have everybody sit in one big circle. And we ask them to share an experience or a situation that has influenced how they feel about elections in Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. And each, you know, we pass the microphone and each person shares very briefly, just a minute or two. Uh, and believe it or not, they can do it. And everyone else listens, you know, there's certain guidelines so that we're all listening to each other and um, they share what's most important to them. And then we open it up. And, you know, remember these are people who many would never be sitting in the same room together never sharing their experiences. I'll never forget one of the most poignant moments, uh, a woman in Kenema uh, in, during 2018 uh, session, 
uh, took the microphone and she looked around and she really was not able to speak, but she just held the microphone for a little while. And I talked to her afterwards and she told me she had never been in a place where her opinion was being mm. asked. Mm. And later on in the workshop, there are smaller groups and she was very interactive and animated and shared her ideas. So they share their views and then we open it up and we ask, do you have any, put your hat, inquiry hat on. Do you have any questions for anyone else, anything else that you heard or anything that you wanna ask the group? And we emphasize this is not a time for you to talk more about yourself and your views. Mm. It's a time to inquire and learn what about others. And so we open that up and there's some good dialogue and discussion that happens. Um, then we have a traditional lunch brought in and everybody enjoys the mm. lunch together. And mm -hmm. then in the afternoon, we teach conflict transformation skills. We teach the skills of listening, uh, how to find common ground, um, how to get your views um, out. You know, how do you inform others when you have a differing view? Um, and uh, they do practice sessions, they do role plays, uh, and um, and at the end. Um, we give them time to really think through what can they do in their community? What is their commitment to action in this next month mm -hmm. before the election? Because mm -hmm. we'll be there uh, doing these workshops uh, this, this month, later this month. And then they have uh, a month to uh, do whatever actions, whether it's with their uh, organization, their uh, community, their family. They go and they teach the skills to other people. They go on radio. Uh, oh, good. They, they talk to people um, and they spread the word of tolerance and nonviolence in the election and the importance of voting. Um, you know, so that's that's a little bit about the day. Um, tremendous, yeah. tremendous. And you, so you're listening to the Tom Fickman show and basically we want folks to go to Mediators Beyond Borders International, MBBI, just put it in your, your browser, Mediators Beyond Borders International, to find out how you can donate. You know, this is not, there's no clandestine uh, motive for this show. This show is we want people to, to support, 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 support. Althea, El El chat, chat, share with, share with, with us a little bit about why, even if you, if we did not have the New Haven sister cities. And I want you to kind of put that into context and remind people that that's uh, so important. And uh, you're also the chair of the Freetown New Haven sister cities. Uh, but but sh share why this donation, and we have some specific donation targets, but why any donation is is important and really is, is needed. We take, I think, for granted. So in spite of the tribalism in, in the United States, we still have these, the facade of, 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 of progressive architecture and we have access to food and water easily, and we have Uber, and we have Grubhub, and we have Instacart. Uh, we have things that we, we take for granted, things that, that the lifestyle assurances we have here for, for some. But, but share why uh, th this endeavor is so important in terms of the, the city of New Haven having a sister city relationship, and why this donate, the people's donations uh, is needed and will go a long way in terms of the return on the investment. 
Well, I think you have to go back to why Sister Cities was founded with, by President Eisenhower. Mm -hmm. And it was his belief that it was to promote peace through mutual respect and understanding mm. and cooperation, uh, one individual and one community at a time. Mm -hmm. Really thought uh, after World War One and Two that um, if this type of people-to-people -people, um, commitment were expanded, it might lessen some of the conflicts. Yes. And I think that's true even today. Mm -hmm. um, New Haven has such a rich history with Freetown uh, and with Sierra Leone, with the Amistad incident, uh, that over the years, uh, we have been very committed to them. My first experience was uh, when um, Driver was working at Hill House and he was establishing the 95 Special Olympics. And I had asked um, how I could help. And he said, oh, we have it all under control. And at the last minute, Freetown needed, decided to come. You know, it, it's one of uh -huh. the countries in the world, but they had got money together to come. And in three months, other uh, other cities had um, a couple of years to prepare. Mm. And of course, New Haven was hosting the entire event, but they needed another city to host Sierra Leone. So that's how I got involved. In three right. months, we had to prepare and, and host uh, a delegation from Sierra Leone. And that my, was my opportunity to meet some wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, really lifelong friends. Uh, and then, as you said, it, shortly after that, we went to Sierra Leone to do a fact-finding um, mission and trip and were hosted by a wonderful mayor, Mayor Dillsworth, uh, who took us to Bunce Island where the slave trade was and uh, talked to us about the ancestors and how important the ancestors mm. were. Uh, and keeping and coming back to, to Sierra Leone and Freetown. But our history is long. Uh, Sister Cities has, uh, I was reading about the, the mayor this morning, the new mayor, uh, Yvonne Sawyer. And right after we became a sister city, one of our first projects was to rebuild uh, the roof of her school, St. Joseph's Convent School, mm. secondary school. Hmm. Because they, because of the civil war that had occurred there, um, and we every mayor has supported the efforts and the work in Sierra Leone, and hmm. I think we we have a strong commitment to do that because of our history with the Amistad hmm. incident, the, the slaves or the captives being held in New Haven in the mm -hmm. trial in Hartford. Mm -hmm. So I think that commitment continues today, and it's important that we see that these elections are uh, held uh, fairly and without violence, and we really appreciate the work of uh, the Mediators Beyond Borders. Excellent. Charlie, any thoughts in that regard? Um, yes, actually, I wanted to lift up, uh, uh, Loretta mentioned uh, their support they received from uh, Rotary International. and. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I have to say, Loretta's instrumental in kind of out of a conference that she helped organize in 2012, we realized that, that many members within Mediators Beyond Borders uh, International were also Rotarians. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, authoritarians have these global grants that they uh, provide. You need a club in the U.S. and you need a club, say, in Sierra Leone, and you can you can uh, uh, and uh, it's been that's partnerships been so successful that now we've been recognized by Rotary International as a strategic partner. Uh, they recently uh, uh, one of the, one of the these club partnerships actually helped us train a hundred mediators in South Africa uh, about uh, uh, you know three months ago. You know, mm. so the work is all over the world, and so I, I just want this is a shout out to Rotarians mm -hmm. uh, who may be listening and their mm -hmm. clubs. That uh, um, you know, we would not be here today without the support of Rotary International, and uh, we still need your support today. So uh, donate to Mediators Beyond Borders and and talk to your club. Have and invite uh, invite me to come speak to one of your your meetings. I'd be glad to do that. Talk more about. I went down to Westport, but nobody from New Haven's invited me yet. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, Charlie, we'll have the show link to kind of send to all the uh, Rotarian chapters throughout the throughout the world. So they, and I mean that's the beauty of the social media now. I mean, certainly there's two ways of, about this Pandora's box that's been opened with social media and and chat. But there are still still some some advantages. Um, I, I wanted uh, it, we have about 10, 10 or so 10, 15 minutes. So it's, it's things kind of cross your heart, mind, and soul to share. Please kind of kind of jump in. I want to kind of ask kind of a broad question because um, just as as everyone was talking, my mind went to oh the oh the Russia and the, and the Ukraine. As you know, the president of uh, the prime minister of, of Korea, South Korea was in town in DC a few last week and press conference with him and Biden and, and they people and they used the word nuclear deterrent like like just out of their mouth. It wasn't like a, a hesitant to, so so that the nuclear threat we know about uh, problems in, in China and then we know about election problems in Nigeria uh, and not to mention Sudan as we speak. So it just seems to me that this the purpose of this show is is so so important for folks to realize that they can kind of participate and, and support and, and become peacemakers, uh, so to speak. In that regard, uh, Loretta, uh, how does a person, if they're interested in becoming a part of this movement of, of going through training of, uh, in addition to making a financial contribution, uh, perhaps uh, becoming a member of, of uh, Mediators Beyond Borders International. I'm thinking of, I have a lot, a lot of young people that listen to this show. And so it just seems to me from a recruiting standpoint, What's how can people and Charlie as well? How can folks, a young person who's looking to kind of uh, reenact the Peace Corps, kind of kind of put their toe in the sand and and hand in the sand and in a full body, mind, spirit in this endeavor? What a great question! I mean, MBBI, anyone, anyone who is interested in peace in the world can become a member of MBBI, and it's uh, Charlie. It's not very expensive, right? <laughs> To be a no, member, you can contribute a dollar a day. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, and there's, I think there's a student membership uh, as well, um, and MBBI uh, over, I, I, I would say the last uh, half dozen years um, has been doing so much um, work to uh, train, and um, there's there's many different programs. If you go onto the website, you can see different programs that you can take online and different groups that you can, working groups that you can become a part of. Mm -hmm. um, 
We would welcome some additional members uh, that are interested in our projects, the Sara Leone project, which is uh, the longest running project, um, capacity building project. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, there's just lots of, lots of ways that people can contribute whatever skills or talents they have. It might not even be in the area of uh, uh, conflict resolution or uh, mediation. Uh, but there's lots, there's lots to learn and lots of ways that people can contribute. So I would just uh, go onto the website and, you know, look at, look at what's there. And um, you mentioned uh, how to contribute, uh, Tom, and we really appreciate that. If you go to mediatorsbeyondborders.org um, and then you go to, um, it says uh, what we do, there's a pull down. There's a couple steps to this. So there's a pull down and it's a, and then you, it says capacity building projects and you click on that. And then that takes you to, you can see Sara Leone. And once you click on Sara Leone, it takes you directly to our page. You can read all about the history of the project, uh, some of which I shared. Um, and uh, there's a donate page, a donate big letters right on mm -hmm. that page good, that you can good. click on that. So there's a few steps, but um, any amount that that people could donate, um, it would be so appreciated, large, large or small. And um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for that opportunity. Yeah, and the people of New Haven have been so dedicated and generous in their donations, school children, doctors during mm. the Ebola crisis, we were the only U.S. city that sent support to Sierra Leone mm -hmm. uh, countries and groups. Well, we were the only city that sent um, support, and that was from the doctors, the school children, and any. And then we also, after the mudslide, sent funds. And last year, uh, Mayor Elliker supported us with the COVID. Um, we sent funds to help them with during the COVID crisis. So New Haven has always been very generous in supporting uh, problems in Sierra Leone. And Sister City has had many uh, travel exchanges. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our youth and our population know about other countries and other cities, and I think are sympathetic to, you know, being American and, and living in another country and how we we're very blessed here. And I think that helps in the in the um, support of, of of other countries. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Althea, I guess as you were speaking, share with folks if someone is maybe just hearing the phrase uh, "New Haven Sister Cities" for the for the first time. How how can folks get involved or find out more? It seems to me it, this is a an under an underused uh, organization that we that many more citizens in New Haven can help them maximize. Right, and thank you for bringing that up. I didn't want to distract from the, the issue, but New Haven has eight sister cities. Our first was in 1976 with the Mafia, Italy, and then Avignon, France, Leo, Nicaragua, Way, Vietnam, Gilboa, Israel, Freetown, Telecanoca, uh, Mexico, and Shangsha, China is our youngest. Uh, all the mayors have been involved uh, and supportive of sister cities. 
but we do want a more uh, prominent presence and are always looking for volunteers to support. Uh, we are going to do some more exchanges with bringing students from those sister cities to New Haven, uh, especially from Amalfi, since there's such a, a population here. Yes, yes, um, indeed. We appreciate all the support and they can contact me um, through my email, I guess. Okay, that's, that's a, a Norcott 250 at hotmail.com? Dot com, yes. And, and Charlie, uh, again, we have 10 minutes, so as, as things kind of cross your mind, uh, talk to me. I want to ask more of a philosophical question, but also a real-time question, given your commitment to peace building at so many levels, high school, students, citizens, neighborhoods, international, and now your, your position at, at uh, Quinnipiac. What, what's your theory about why we have uh, such difficulty in making Rodney King's admonition uh, Come to life in terms of can we all get along? What's your what's your theory about why we still is it part of the human species? Is it part of our DNA? Or are we ready for dystopia? Is this the the end, the end times? Which it, because you've you've had anecdotal as well as real real time evidence, literally laboratory evidence for forty years about about people and our our idiosyncrasies. Well, what comes to mind? I think really mediators beyond borders. I, this is something I learned subsequently after my years with the community mediation, but I think uh, there's just a lot of trauma, mm. a lot of trauma, a lot of grief, and some of that gets expressed through anger, mm. uh, some of that's through fear, and uh, but I, I, we've discovered that in, uh, uh, in Colombia when we were working there, that uh, uh, until you dealt with the trauma, you couldn't get to the peace building. Uh, and I think Columbia, that, Columbia University or Columbia? No, Columbia, country. you know, we worked <laughs> in a, near uh, uh, Cincelaco in the Northwest yeah. and not far from Cartagena in, in mm -hmm. Columbia. That's a, a place I'd spent a, a semester many years ago as, in, as a Yale student. But, uh, uh, and it actually was some of our members who uh, uh, were involved with the, you know, 9-11 in this country you know, who were first responders uh, dealing with the trauma that was a, mm. that uh, were also then became members of Mediators Beyond Borders. And, uh, and so the, I think one of the, the major contributions that Mediators Beyond Borders have been to deal with, you know, it's hard to deal with conflict if you don't first really address uh, people, where people are, where they're, they're, how scared they are, how, uh, mm. and, uh, and how traumatized they are for so many reasons. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, one of the areas that we're working now is that we have a, an amazing a partnership with the National Association of Mediators in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are, are doing funding with help from the uh, American Arbitration Association, uh, 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 working with the, you know, because, you know, Ukraine, I mean, first of all, it's remarkable. I mean, it shows you how widespread mediation is. I mean, you know, Ukraine has a, a national association. Romania has a national association. All over the world, you you find these national associations, the mediators, um, but they're really concerned as much about trauma as they are about the conflict and how you address that. And uh, that's something that that uh, uh, you know MBBI brings to the table uh, again only when we're invited. You know, we don't go mm -hmm. places. We don't. We have to be invited. Uh, and in the end, our success is. Really, only as a, as 
as uh, successful as our local partners. I mean, mm -hmm. if we have good local partners like we have in, in Sierra Leone. I mean, look at the longevity, uh, you know, uh, you know, in, in, in Colombia, it sort of fizzled after three or four years because that local partner kind of fell apart. And uh, uh, so we really depend on those local partners and working with them and planning with them and training with them. So, because uh, we're not mediating in those places. We're, we're built, we're capacity, doing capacity building work. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I, I'd like to just chime in a, a, a Please, about mm -hmm. that. It, it's about people building peace and uh, building that capacity. And um, I really believe with all my heart that if everyone in the world learned these skills, they would, we would have a more peaceful world. Mm. Um, so the work that we're doing in Sierra Leone and all over the world and in this country too is is just so important. Um, and you know, it's the multiplier effect of um, people learning the skills and then uh, using those skills and teaching other the, others the skills that really is uh, what what our project is all about in Sierra Leone to build unity for peaceful elections. And it's about us sustaining peace. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a bigger project, not just about the elections, but it's about building sustainable peace um, for the people of Sierra Leone through leadership development and conflict transformation. And Tom, uh, mm -hmm. I just wanted to remind Please. people that tomorrow is the Great Give in New Haven, mm -hmm. and that people can support sister cities and these projects in uh, Freetown through the Great Give. Oh, great, thank, thank, thanks for mentioning that. Uh, about ten, eight, five minutes, so it's it's. You want to jump in? That's fine. Uh, Althea, I want to hear. Charlie and Loretta were kind enough to share their their uh, hypothesis about the human species. Let, let's hear. Let's hear from you because you've you've uh, seen adolescent behavior for forty years, and you you've raised children that are involved with this area. Um, what what's what's your take? Is is it trauma? Is it is it the psychological healing issue that still is profound, or our lack of uh, wholeness, or is there something else that's kicking in? You're asking me, or or Tom? I'm I'm I'm, ask, I'm asking you. Charlie has already given oh, his hypothesis oh. about trauma. Uh, Loretta has oh, always I, are, I, already I, shared I, about structure, and right. I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. Oh gee, <laughs> um, I think kids need uh, mentors and people to listen to them. Uh, and I think with that mediation that we did, I, I just saw transformation of uh, anger into just mellowing and understanding and, and those skills of listening and sharing are just so important in order for um, people to relieve those stresses and the trauma. Mm -hmm. uh, but knowing that someone cares and and listens and knows that what they have to say is important, it, it's irreplaceable. Yes, yes, yes. I'd, I'd like to add that the, I remember going to a, a mediation at Hill House, um, trying to remember the, uh, that famous coach, Red. Uh, Red Ring, right, Red really supported it, right? Yeah, he was a huge supporter. And, right. and this was after a girl fight and girl fights at high schools are really nasty. Um, and you could see um, as they were in the principal's office trying to sort of sort things out, uh, they weren't really thinking about peace building. They were thinking about revenge. 
You know, what, what, what are they going to do? And at some, some point I said, you know, let's, I, I mean, you're not, you, you know, young ladies, you're not paying attention. You're just thinking about how you're going to get back. And, and it's, it's, that, it's that breaking a cycle of revenge. And I want to give a shout out to uh, really, I think, an amazing organization in, in New Haven, um, the Violence Intervention Project. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, do yes. incredible work. I mean, in, in that sense, you, know, you could look, think of violence as a public health problem. Mm -hmm. you know, this is a public health problem, and you have to intervene uh, to keep the disease from spreading. And these violence intervention programs, and one of the best in the country is right here in, in River City, and it, it works statewide. And uh, I think they have an office over on Ashman Street. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, so it's how you break that cycle of violence and how you, you can intervene and just get people to calm down and and find out how much they really have in common and yes. also how much they want to live. <laughs> they want to survive. They don't want to get shot. Now, that's uh, how do you do that? But uh, um, that's another big issue. And uh, I like the way New Haven's been dealing with it. Yeah, Charlie, and, I, and I Go think ahead, it's, not, it's not just student to student. We were uh, had a little... Um, Everybody didn't agree with this, but I just saw the impact of it, of students and teachers talking. Mm. Sometimes a teacher or a student would be so angry with each other, but the but sitting down and having a discussion um, was a great opportunity for them both to not have resentful feelings and have anger. Uh, it, it was a beautiful thing to watch. So I definitely believe in mediation uh, on all levels, not just student to student, student to teacher, teachers to teachers. It's just uh, an important skill for everyone Excellent. to learn. Excellent. Loretta Harry, our station manager is gonna play the music and that means that we're being kicked <laughs> off, but we're gonna push the envelope. We have about, I would, my guess is maybe 30 seconds. Wanna give you the last word to kind of maybe respond to what you've heard Charlie and and uh, Althea say in terms of really education in, in Sierra Leone, or are we, are we impacting the school systems or some of the folks coming to the workshops, uh, early students perhaps? Um, so yeah. again, you have, you have 30 seconds. Yeah, there, there's so much power in it. Uh, the people uh, that, that we have uh, worked with and trained are uh, doing projects in their communities uh, in the areas of health, education, um, agriculture, uh, women's rights. Um, so it, it, you train someone and they then, you work with them and coach them and then they, they have, they're empowered. They, they mm. then spread the word and teach others and do such important work. And so any contribution that people will make today is going to train uh, many, many people uh, ambassadors in Sierra Leone to work toward peaceful elections. And what we do in other parts of the world, um, it really reflects on us as a, mm. as a nation. Mm. And um, yeah, so thank you everybody for, for listening and for your help. Charlie, any last word? <laughs> no, I, what a pleasure to be uh, here. Tell, thanks for the invitation. And uh, what a joy to kind of have Althea and Loretta uh, you know, and have this conversation. And uh, um, so uh, uh, I just don't want to know whether there's going to be a link available. You're recording oh, it. Uh, you, you'll uh -huh. get the you'll get you'll get the link to widely share. It'll be on Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple, you name all the all the various platforms. 
And yes, at the, the intention is to definitely share widely. We have 10 yeah. more seconds, Elsie. Yeah, can I just say that this Please. president, Bio, has established free education for children in Sierra Leone. That is unheard of in Africa. Mm. When you're in Africa, even a poor country, you have to pay for your education. Mm. He has established free education, which is great. Excellent. Everyone, thank you. Yeah. Got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen. I'm never quitting on my mission. I'm going to roll with what I'm giving. Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions. Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment, you're stressing, but you're going to be kind of pressing. This is Harry Throws, and you're listening to WMHLP. Work in open curtains, swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final the version. Family, hey. I'm never going to give up, give up. Fall down, I just got to get up, get up, yeah. Cause this is my rock Let's get it